I'm about to feed him to the sharks right now. Get him hype right now. Yeah. You know the ground is up. Yeah. Everybody that trains, you know the game. Yeah. So let's get it. Uh. Slap it up, bump it, and roll. Hey. Yeah, that's the way that it goes. Ain't no better way to better yourself in this game, you're feeling the growth. That's, That's time on the mat, we put in the work. Believe it ain't easy, I know. But we train for the love of the game, the love of the art. Now slap it up, bump it, let's roll. Let's roll. Welcome to episode 29 of the BJJ Campaign Podcast. My name is Jeff Boone. I'm an A3, blue belt, two stripes. And this is Phil Coors, A2, blue belt, one stripe. So Phil, we've got some uh, some pretty good topics lined up for today's podcast. Um, you know, a lot of this stuff we see on, on Facebook with the many various groups that we're in. Mm-hmm. Uh, why don't you start us out with the, uh, the one that you found particularly interesting this week um the frustration on when things don't work we kind of talked about this a little bit last week um somebody did like a troll post that i thought was hilarious um you know blaming the instructor and everything else when the techniques don't work when that's not exactly fair to anybody especially yourself uh but yeah so just the guy was posting um kind of venting that a lot of the stuff he's trying to do doesn't work He's not having any success um, and just want to know what to do about it, how to deal with it, you know, um, how to get through it, basically. And uh, I just thought that was interesting because it's so common, you know, and there's so many things that you you start to do and then some things you have some success with, some things you don't. Um, certain body positions, like I just, I just don't have... An understanding of where my head is and where my elbows are at like all times I just I think my elbows are in I think my head is up like that goes through my head like keep my elbow in and I'm like check I did that and it's never in you know so and your head is never up never wherever up. you shoot no no I'm gonna have to get a neck Ever. brace no, yeah I'm gonna need a neck brace pretty soon so you know there's there are certain things that are frustrating for sure um, especially when you're, it can be especially frustrating when you're just starting out and everything is new and everything seems to get shut down because people see everything coming, you know? Yeah. And to preface that, the, the guy did seem like, uh, in the post that he was a, a newer white belt and, you know, listen for everybody out there, you know, I've been doing this over two years now and, you know, just Wednesday when Charlie was teaching class and we, we did the scissor sweep, you know, I found out a detail and, and it's so funny because I look back and I'm, I'm like, you know, I need to work on my scissor sweep. It's not been working lately because, you know, I've been very enamored for a long time with the flower sweep and it does work. And I have had a lot of success with it. So you kind of get in that rut. Um, but it was funny because Charlie corrected one thing that I was doing and lo and behold, I tried it after inspiring, and sure enough, my scissor sweep is back to being acceptable. Yeah, you know, it was just one little thing of instead I was I was shrimping out too far and really trying to sweep with the under leg on the knee, and not with the leg, but with the ankle section instead of going all the way down to you know the calf or inside the knee. So so that was one of the things. Um, 
that he corrected that, that had immediate help. And one of those things where you're like, well, this isn't working. And, you know, hey, I never feel that my jujitsu is working because jujitsu doesn't work. I just feel that <laughs> I'm certainly not doing it correctly. And I need to, to review uh, the technique itself. Yeah, no, it's, and there's so many of those. Um, I, I like what you said about the flower sweep, though, but it'd be nice to do the flower sweep because you like that sweep better, you know, versus like, this is the only sweep I can do. Sure. I feel that way with the hip bump. It's the only one that if I'm going to sweep somebody, I need to set up that or else I'm not going to sweep because none of the other ones really work good for me. Yeah. Unless I'm a bigger person. Right. Which doesn't happen very often. And apparently also on this post, this, this person was a small person mm -hmm. uh, as well. He said, you know, everyone was bigger than him. Yeah. You know, something to point out, uh, for especially if you're a smaller person out there, I, I've never known that. I was, I've always been, you know, on the bigger side, even, you know, in elementary school. But, uh, you know, one thing to know is being that smaller person, your technique is going to benefit from being smaller because guess what you have to do it right in order to make it work yeah you know as the bigger person you don't always have to have the best technique you have to be cognizant of the fact if you're using too much strength that you're probably not doing something right and that's for those bigger people out there you know i had to go through this as well you have to you have to make sure and check yourself on those techniques. And, and like I said, if here's, I call it the grunt test. If I have to, if I have to grunt to get something, yeah. I'm not doing it right. So, you know, that's just a, a little tip that helps me whenever I'm doing something. It, 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 you know. yeah. I always notice when I do it too. Cause I, oh, 100% I, I, I do. I grunt on that rollover escape from like side control when they're passing the guard and I grunt every time. And every time I'm like that didn't even help. No, you know, like, cause I, it doesn't matter when I do it, you know, it's, it's like, it's, yeah, if still I do stuck it, inside yeah, I just tried really hard now I'm tired and stuff. <laughs> so it's like, it, it, it needs to be done right or it doesn't work. Um, but yeah, the grunt test, that's probably a good one. Yeah. And, and, you know, um, for those out there who are, are just starting the, these frustrations, although they will be tempered meaning that you understand a little better how to deal with the frustration in a, in a little more productive way. In other words, whenever you see something that's not working, revisit the technique instead of being frustrated with it. And, you know, through, throughout the entire time I've been doing it, you, you experience those frustrations and they get less and less. You know, you're still going to have them. It's just you know how to deal with them a little bit better. So if everything was frustrating you, what do you do? If every, I think I would have to, I think I would have to break it down as I did because, like I said on previous podcast, frustration stems from something not working or you not being able to get out of a position that you, that is a bad position for you. Mm -hmm. So I think that I would take and look at the game and see. All right, so I hate, not me because I'm I'm. No one likes being inside control, but if you hate being inside control, you, you're having a hard time getting out of side control, guess what? Practice your side control escapes, you know? Get a couple of escapes that, that no matter where you're from, that you just drill and drill and drill and drill, and, and thousands of times at that, of drilling those things. 
what you seem skeptical on that. Or don't get put inside control, right? Like that. Well, like yeah, that's, that's the answer not, nobody if, wants, right? But if everybody's, if if you're frustrated about everything, work on that thing that you're most frustrated about first. Is what I'm trying to get at. Yeah. So most times, I feel like though, what happened is the person probably got taken down and had no. Would have no guard recovery, right? To get right. inside control or retention or a guard. Mm-hmm. Um, sort of like your open guard right now. Yeah. Yeah. So I can be okay with trying to close the guard. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, I think for that one, that would be probably, I feel like that's the natural progression because that's just what happened to me. Like there was people who put me inside control and the escape was guard recovery. So that's where I ended up escaping too. So then kind of becomes try to get closed guard first before they get inside control. So that makes that's not, not necessarily to argue with you because obviously you need to work side control escapes. I'm still trying to figure some out. There's a couple of things I try to do every time. And if they're better than me, they don't work. So it's the way jujitsu works. But uh, yeah, so that's an interesting thought though with the, with that being frustrated because especially if they're about my size probably a similar situation they're probably getting taken down they're just passing the guard right away and side control mount neon belly whatever um, and you just feel kind of stuck on bottom so that's why closed guard was my safe place for so long was if I can at least lock my legs around you that's at least like 10 seconds yeah like that I can just bare minimum against a bigger person just squeeze my legs real hard and it takes me at least a little bit to pry it open once the legs are open the guards open it's all bets are off i'm gonna get past but you know that was my happy pace for place for a little bit safe place whatever because you could get there and you were quote-unquote safe for at least a little bit yeah and, and i totally agree with that I, it, I and i agree that that they should work on that closed guard and not having your guard pass and obviously it is hard, harder to pass a closed guard than it is an open guard. Um, and, you know, for for you, that really helped you develop your game, I feel like, in that in that you now have a really good attacking guard. And maybe that helps shape their game um, with the frustrations that they're having. And then, guess what? Then you're, not, then you're a little less frustrated in certain things. You can go on, move on, and be frustrated about something else. Yeah, that, that seemed to be the... Not even by choice. I mean, that's it's not like I had a choice. Like, I don't know how to take people down. Like, that's... That's, that's true. It's like, I'm going to get taken down. So what happens when we fall? I better get my legs on, between, and around the person, you know, so I'm not just immediately pinned on the bottom. Yeah. You know, that's... There was no, like... I didn't just decide, like, oh, I'm going to just work on closed guard and get good at that. There was... My two choices were work on closed guard or work on the bottom of the mount. You know, yeah, that's those are my two options. So, yeah. if close guard, the much better choice in that. So, scenario. you know, that was the only reason that that close guard became the place that I started working on. And then, once the close guard can become kind of effective against brand new people, that is what opens the door for a submission or a sweep or a different position. But, I mean, I can still get a brand new person. I'm maybe going to take them down just out of pure confidence like they don't they're going to come in and not know what they're doing you know and i'm going to come in and pretend i know what i'm doing when i'm taking someone down you know so that collar drag's working well for you you, you just have to fall i like yeah. that one you just yeah. gotta fall i'm good at that great <laughs> but 
Yeah, that, that, but that is kind of like the natural progression. So I, I don't know. I never found. I mean, there's always frustration when you don't succeed necessarily, but I don't know if frustration was ever the right word for me because it was always still so much fun no matter what was yeah. happening, you know? But I, you could just be reading that it's frustrating because it's not working and take it the wrong way. You know? And I think, too, whenever you're you're looking in retrospect on what you're doing right, because it's always fun when you're in the moment, you know? It, it doesn't matter, you know? Yeah. You, because you kind of oversimplified that collar drag a little bit because I pulled... Uh, legs directly into side control on me. Are you trying it on legs? Yeah. Yeah, how'd that work? It's terrible. <laughs> it's an awful idea. Because then I say, because <laughs> the takedown, you've got eight minutes and you pull them directly to side control. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a horrible situation for me uh, for the entire round. That was the one where he was covering my face with his gi oh, <laughs> for eight minutes. <laughs> No, I think he did submit me finally. <laughs> no, but but he didn't really want to. He wanted me to suffer a little more. Yeah, he's just gonna get on top again. So. Yeah, no, I know. I know. But but yeah, I think I think that, that frustration comes in retrospect sometimes. And like I said, as you move along in your campaign, that frustration changes into, oh, here's an opportunity to get better. It it's it's whenever you feel that and look back on why didn't that work? Like for me, why didn't why isn't my scissor sweep working? And I because I wasn't watching myself doing it, mm-hmm. I didn't know. You know, um, it seems like a very. I mean, scissor sweep. I think I learned a scissor sweep the first week. That was my favorite sweep for the first three to six months of of jujitsu. I mean, there doesn't seem to be a more simple one that uses like your whole body. No, you know? no, there isn't. Having said that, I can't do the scissor sweep. <laughs> But there's not a more simple suite that uses like, you use your legs, you use your hands, you know, you got everything going on in the guard. It's, you just scissor your legs. I mean, it's very basic and uh, can't do it. But, you know, I, it's funny though. Yeah, yeah, no, agreed. Agreed. So, so yeah, I mean, you know, if you're, if you're frustrated, uh, it's, no, it's normal. I mean, that first thing, that frustration is normal and, and, you know, Create positivity out of that frustration and learning what you can do, uh, even if it's get better at close guard, get better at your escapes, you know, all of those things. Like you said, you're, before you get better at your escapes, you're probably going to have to get better at close guard because if you get better at your escapes, yeah, you're going to get to practice your escapes more because they're going to pass your guard again. Yeah, yeah you're going to be right back there. That's, yeah. that's like one of those, you, I always see the question, you know, and I asked it and I would always think about it too, like, in the first like six months as a brand new white belt just starting jiu-jitsu what should i focus on like sweeps and escapes and or defending and it's like you're not going to have much of a choice i mean you're going to be defending that's how it works you're not just going to start triangling people before you understand how to do it you mm-hmm. know so i get the question i asked it um but yeah it's just I feel and everybody's going to be different. Like you had a wrestling background, so you understood how to take people down. You mm-hmm. understood how to get to side control. But I've dealt with people who are bigger than me, and I'm not good at takedowns. So they could be brand new, and they could take me down, and then they hold me in side control for a while, and absolutely nothing happens because I know how to defend submissions, and they don't really know how to do them. Mm-hmm. So then that just becomes this other weird stalemate, you know? Where yeah. They're in the better position, but 
unable to really do anything from there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's just part of the their process is going to be learning how to do the submissions and then, you know, obviously defending when it's somebody closer to their size or better at takedowns than one or the other. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, so, so moving on, the next subject um, kind of came up whenever whenever uh, we were in advanced class and, um, and our professor, John Plyler, he was pointing out that, you know, anytime that you start in a position, this position just so happened to be side control whenever you're start, starting out. And he noticed that some people were starting flat on their back in side control. And then he kind of stopped us and pointed out that, that um, you know, start on your side in side control because you have, and, and it had to do all about mobility. Mm-hmm. It was It was a concept and you know, I think, I think everybody knows I love the concepts because they simplify things in my mind. Right. And the concept was if you're on your side, you have more mobility than if you're on your back. And then the next thing was, well, okay, if you're on your side, well, then what if you got off of your side and got on your knees? Well, yet you have more mobility and then from your knees, get on your feet you have more mobility. So you have more opportunity to attack slash pass if you're the one that has more mobility in the situation, no matter what the situation is, right? And so uh, I was rolling with one of our our teammates in a, it was a pass sweeper submit drill. And, um, you know, I I played open guard. This was, uh, he was, he's a white belt. He's been training for a little while and and knows what he's doing. And uh, I opened my guard and was really trying to practice guard recovery and just just what we'd learned with um, regards to bringing the feet over, get them on the hips, that sort of thing. But I opened the guard and he chose to stay inside my closed guard. Yeah. Right? So so I kind of said, hey, why don't, why don't you stand up and try to pass? And, um, and I think something clicked for him whenever I said that, if it's open guard, you don't have to be in my guard, right? You, you, you can get in a more mobile position to better your, your ability to make that pass. Right. Mm -hmm. And so, um, I think that's, I think that's an important concept is that mobility and it's, it's kind of what I've been going to. I've been practicing a lot of, of standing passing. And sure enough, people open their guard, I can stand up, <laughs> right? I mean, it's easy. Then then you get to practice the techniques that you're actually really working on, really drilling in your in your um, positional sparring or even in just free rolling, that sort of thing. People get so locked in, and I do it too. And, like, I'm just sitting here thinking about, like, it just, like, it reminds me of like a Bugs Bunny cartoon where he would argue back and forth like, no, yes, no, yes, no, yeah. And duck season, would, rabbit season. Yeah, and then they'd get him confused. Rabbit season, and no, it's duck just season. just so set on fighting back that they would switch up their argument halfway through and I'll do that with like a, you know, like I'm defending my arm so much this way, you know, and then they get me to pull it back when I know they want me to pull it back, you know, and then you kind of just walk right into it. But you get so set on fighting against certain things and certain positions that, 
even with a better opportunity, it's hard to see it sometimes. You just don't, you don't stop to think or look around and kind of like reassess the situation. Like the guards open. If I stand up, it's easier for me to be more mobile and that would really help. You're kind of, you start in this confined space and you just want to keep, keep it confined or whatever and try to pass real close and it's kind of funny. I, I think that too, I think that, um, just kind of talking about it and putting these things together, it, it, it brings me back to what Jeremy Arell was saying with mind maps. I think that you have to, I think that from those concepts, you have to develop your own mind maps of your own game or, uh, or what you're going to try from different positions and, and, um, to better your position. So I think, I think that that's where, I think that's one of the things I'm going to try to work on is those mind maps like Jeremy was talking about. Yeah. I mean, I've always struggled with like pre-planning those. It's like, even with, we've been talking about how we're spending all this time working on open guard retention and, and passing and daily Eve is kind of the only thing I've taken a class on, you know, that I kind of know of how to get there. And it's what I spend a lot of time working on or working, trying to get through because it's a very popular one that I come up against in class. So I've spent a lot of time specifically with Joey mm-hmm. training and he's getting ready for his big competition coming up in a couple months. And that's a part of his game plan is the daily Eva. So he's always doing it. Mm-hmm. And it's... Don't give away his game plan, Phil. Pete's sakes. That's right. <laughs> It's just what you want him to think. So, <laughs> so he's been doing that, but I don't, I don't have like a, a plan on passing. Obviously, like I don't, I still don't know what I'm doing. But it's after getting swept, probably no joke, like twenty five times that I'll like notice. All right, so you're moving your foot over here. But like I can ask him, and he always tells me. But it like just takes me that many times before I even realize like that's what's happening and. I don't know what the normal pace is. Mine's very slow, so I try to make it up with volume. But the uh, <laughs> 100% right there with you, brother. So, you know, I'm always getting swept the same way, but then I get the plan. The, you know, I, I'm not, I don't know how to mind map first. Like, I, it seems like a good idea to me, but I just have to fail, you know, even with the concepts. You can sit here until you're blue in the face and you explain these concepts to me, and when I hear them, I'm like, yep. You know, and then all of a sudden it's my idea one day and I'm like, you won't believe what I just figured out, you know? So it's, yeah. I have a really unfortunate learning style yeah. that's a real slow and yeah, but that's, the mind map is the right idea. I think we've if, just got to figure out how to make each of these things your idea sooner. Just be great. Just got to speed up the, uh, I don't know what. Neural pathways. Yeah. Yeah. Take some adaptogens. A little lion's mane, maybe. There's something going on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I thought that was interesting. And, and that's just one of those things, you know, a, a similar situation that, that blew my mind. And guess what? I should have thought of it, right? If you're stuck in somebody's half guard that's really good at half guard, attacking or sweeping from half guard, guess what? You can stand up. Right. And start your passing again. So that, you know, that was one of those things. And it's been, a, it's been a, a little while, a month or two months or something of that nature. Um, that, that it, it kind of came to me on that concept. 
again, it's not a unique concept. It's something that, that John pointed out. Uh, it's very important, I think. Yeah, so. no, I mean, it's it, it makes a lot of sense. It just doesn't always... You just don't think of it when it's the right time to think of it. Right. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, so next one, a little lighter subject. Uh, and this was uh, on one of the forums as well. And, and that is... Uh, Seemed like a newer person to jujitsu ju- had to be a newer person to jujitsu, right? Yeah. Because he said he asked the form, "What what do you, what do you do whenever you fart when you're rolling?" Phil, what do you do? I don't think it's happened, dude. Me personally, when other people do it, I just ignore it. You're you're full of shit. Actually, I'm never full of shit. That's, that's true. That is true. That is, that's very that's true. Why? Very true. I don't think it's happened. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Well, I mean... Other people don't laugh or ignore it. It's never... Yeah, that's that's what you do. You laugh or ignore it. It is funny. Or if you... are hilarious. Yeah, it, of course they are. <laughs> We're juveniles. Uh, um, you know, or, or you could do something funny, you know, if you're the, the offender. You know, I, one of my favorites is that was a kiss for you. Um, <laughs> yeah, whisper something like that in there. <laughs> Another popular one was, uh, you know, if you like my triangle was really bad for a very long time. So once you're up there, if you utilize that to get the tap, I mean, seems like it's an okay strategy. Yeah, I'll do it. Don't do that, folks. Please do not, do not do that. What was the other one that guy said? There was, uh, there was a couple. Of, there was a good way to break grips in the spider web. <laughs> spider <Spider-Guard>. Yeah. <laughs> Well, is that is that the armbar position, or is that the when your arm? Yeah, yeah, spider, yeah, the spider, spider guard, open spider. Or is it like no? Like you're the, sitting on my head about to no, not the, the spider arm. web. It was the spider guard. I feel like either one. Either one. Yeah. yeah. True. Very true. Like if your if your crotch is against my shoulder. Yeah. And I'm about to like hitchhike here. Yeah. And you know. Yeah. Hey. No, you're right about that. Okay. But also when you're kind of. Like right there, it's you're in terrible. you're in the line of fire. Yeah, in that spotter guard yeah. position for sure. The one in the class though, when when Joey was doing the double A class, would be the funniest one ever to me. I don't know, just because Joey's reaction oh, what? <laughs> when he was just like that was unexpected because he just picked the slide up. <laughs> um, it was so funny. What happened the other day too? I can't remember it though. But it's funny. Yeah, but. You know, that, that, this is like questions a lot of people that are beginners are like, oh, what? that's so embarrassing. It's not embarrassing at all. Everybody, that's natural. You mm-hmm. know what? The, the uh, Cartoon Network even had a whole SpongeBob thing on it, I think, that farts were normal. So, yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's, there's nothing wrong with it. It's a bodily function. It happens. Yeah, it happens. So. It's funny. So it is funny, and, and you just move on. Um, you know, that's the thing. So, next... Next subject is, and I thought this was interesting. It was um, a, kind of a topic. I can't remember where I heard it, but but it was that your jujitsu style kind of uh, mirrors your personality, right? So say say that um, maybe you're a little bit uptight, you know, wound a little tight, and you know maybe maybe you like to play everything close. Maybe you like to play a lot of close guard play in a real tight situation whereas if you're more non-committal more free-flowing maybe you have a looser looser game where you're you're attacking with space you're um, creating that space you're you're doing those sorts of things what do you think Phil 
Jocko talked about it a little bit, I think at Origin, yeah. when he was saying stuff along the lines of, you know, if you had that really stubborn, bullheaded personality, you just kind of keep driving into the person, you know? Uh, or if you're more reserved, reactionary, you know, that uh, like a counterattack kind of personality uh-huh. versus being aggressive. Um, I definitely think that's a, a real thing. I don't know how to relay it maybe to certain positions. Quantify it positionally, yeah. But I could definitely see like style-wise, mm-hmm. like how you just, you're so stubborn, you just determined to get on top and come over everybody. You know? so. <laughs> I like to go back to Jocko because, you know, what, you know I, uh, I love his podcast. I love both, both of his books. Uh, been noticing that, that the parents in, um, in uh, our Jiu-Jitsu Academy are reading the Way of the Warrior Kids books and really enjoying those as well. But, you know, one of... Uh, and I'll, in watching Jocko roll at that origin camp, uh, you know, his mindset, and he said this always many times during his podcast, is he is default aggressive. Mm-hmm. And you can see that in his rolling style, that he's default. Not, not you know, obviously if he's rolling some, you know, he's a phenomenal black belt that's that's incredible. I unfortunately didn't get to roll with him at the origin camp. But, but uh, you know, you can definitely see it in his style with attacking uh, that default aggressive style. Uh, I would love to see. I would love to see him and Dean Lister roll. I know they do it all the time, but that would be fun to see. I've looked it. I've tried to find it on YouTube. I can never find it. So, hmm. but, but yeah, that default aggressive, like you said, you know, always on the attack. If that's your personality, um, uh, I'm not so much like that. But, but, I don't know if attack could be like the personality because I feel like, I feel like even now. I'm attacking a lot, mm-hmm. and that's not your personality. Default I don't have aggressive. the I don't have the aggressive personality. No, but I'll always attack now, and that's something. A couple of people have told me that, like just after rolling, that I've changed from always reacting and like kind of waiting and seeing what happens to now attacking. Yeah. I think the aggressive part comes out and goes right back to like how I won't fight for a takedown. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll just fall and try to get into the closed guard, and then that's where we start from. Mm-hmm. Because my personality isn't the aggressive one, so I don't. Yeah, and I don't think it's reflected everywhere within your game. I just think overall, because overall, you know, uh, you're a pretty chilled out guy, and I think that overall, your style of jujitsu is very chilled out as well. But, but I will be stupid and stubborn. With what I'm doing, like I'm well, dealing except, with neck issues because I've been trying to pass the guard the same way, and people are shoving my head down into the mat. And so I've been, you know, yeah, I'll, st- I'll still try to do the same thing that doesn't work ten million times. Yeah, doctor prescription for your neck. Do not do the over under pass. That's eh, fine. <laughs> <laughs> but that is the defensive. But then yet another the dichotomy using Jocko lingo. The dichotomy of that is. That you're super passive on a Kimura and love to let go of the Kimura grip. Yeah, that's true. That reflects right back to what we start, talked about. It's I'm not letting go of it. It's, it's in my head. I have it in. And I just 
don't have an awareness of where my elbows are. So then, like, I'm letting go when people are reverse kimoring me. Yeah, that's horrible. Yeah. yeah, like, that's when I let go. It's like, I'm going for a kimura, and as soon as I feel the torque on my shoulder, because I'm in the middle and not anywhere near where I should, I have three choices, yeah. and I hit the wrong one every time. <laughs> There's only one wrong one, and I get it every time. But, but I, I think I have my elbows in an area that I just, I just don't have a, I don't have an understanding. It's taken me a long time to realize that I don't have this understanding. Because we would drill stuff and I would almost argue with you and be like, no, nah, my head was up that time. It wasn't really almost. It was arguing. Yeah, well, but, I, it sounds ridiculous when I say it, so I'm totally trying to make ridiculous. it sound less ridiculous. It's totally ridiculous. Because it makes me kind of sound like an asshole. So I'm trying you're to, not an asshole. <laughs> but I would argue, I'm like, you know, my head was up that time. And you're like, no, it's not. So, perception is reality, and you perceive that your head was up. <laughs> the perception is my neck hurts when I look down and up and kind of to the left and the right, <laughs> and if there's any pressure pushing back. So the perception, you know, but yeah, no. So I just, it's one of those things I realized like the other day. I'm like, I just don't understand where my body is in certain places. Yeah. And other stuff I have like, like balance-wise, I'm very good most of the time. Sure. Like I'm pretty good there and... Figuring out other things related to just general base and stuff has improved greatly from when I first started. For sure. You know, I can use my head to catch myself on the mat, but like, just when I'm standing up, it just, my head's just not where I think it is. Yeah. No. Weird. So maybe then to make this your idea, um, we should. It's going to be to fix my neck pain. On the takedowns, be like, yeah, you should put your head down. And you're like, I'm not listening to that jackass. We've <laughs> got my head up. What are you talking about? <laughs> Figured out. I have a. It's a variation I do where I keep my head up. So. <laughs> How about you keep me keep that Kamora grip in the middle of where it is, not all the way extended or not all the way towards your chest. Let's do that. Yeah. Man, maybe James was onto something because he told me to grab it totally different than anybody else. Because he was saying he doesn't like going at the elbow. He goes like up really high. Oh, yeah? Yeah, he, he did it way different. He's the only one who's ever said it. It's because he's got such long arms and legs. Because he specifically said, even the guy that um, was on his DVD, he's like, yeah, he has a great Kimura. He's like, I do it different. Yeah. And he goes he goes all the way up by the shoulder. That rooster weight, is that the one you're talking about? The mm-hmm. little guy? Yeah, he did have a really good Kimura. Yeah, he had the whole DVD thing on it. Yeah, he, I remember He's like, we well, just did that. And he's like, but I do mine different. He's like, that's really good, but... Hmm. Yeah. I don't know. But yeah, the whole personality thing, I think that's... It's it's definitely an interesting thing, and I think it's it's real. Like you see aggressive people come in, and they have that mentality. They try to fight to get on top, and all that stuff. And I think it's I think it applies hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, no, I I totally agree. I totally agree, uh, and think it's funny sometimes. Whenever you're rolling, you can kind of see it. And I, I get told I don't talk a lot, so maybe I am a little closed off, and that's why I like closed guard. I don't want anybody to know my secrets. <laughs> so I get to keep them all. Keep them all closed and safe. Maybe that's what that is. <laughs> yeah, but we can't shut you up about jujitsu. <laughs> you know, we might not talk any, about anything else. It's true. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I thought that was, that was a good topic. Uh, thanks for exploring that with me. Um, anything else today, Phil? I don't know. How's how's the day that he was gone? You shot me with it the other day. Yeah, because your defense is really bad. It is. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. It's uh it's not getting worse. 
Yeah, no, it's not. It's yeah. a new way for me to put. Yeah, it's not gonna. <laughs> it's not gonna. You know what? Um, it's funny because you know, you know, I took a prop from John on, on Dale Hiva and really interesting stuff because you know, obviously, I was doing it totally wrong. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's just because I was just kind of doing it from what I've seen other people do, seen Joey do, and you know, and that's usually in the whenever they've tried to stop the Dale Hiva, you maybe don't get in that deep. But I really, I really like that aspect of, you know, uh, of, of being mobile, moving out over the foot so you can straighten your leg, so you can put tension forward or back. And that's what I've really, that, that just that little detail of De La Hiva, of being able to control somebody's uh, posture and balance by, by small manipulations of, of your foot, moving them forward or back, it really makes, you know, the two sweeps that I know from Dale Eva very much easier um, with that. So, yeah, I mean, I, I, I really enjoyed, you know, I like, it's not a mystery, I like open guard, period. I, I, I prefer not to be in closed guard. I'm, I'm uh, getting better at the tax from closed guards and arm bars, the triangles and stuff like that. And, and I think you have to. But, for me, that loose game, that that open guard, it's just a funner way to do jujitsu for me. So it's a, it's another one, which was probably why you know early on I was drawn to the lasso guard, which is probably why early on I was drawn to the foot locks, leg locks, uh, that sort of thing. That open, it's all making sense to me right now. Yeah, uh, <laughs> starting to me with the close guard earlier. Yeah. Yeah, so so yeah, no, it's it, it, it's going well, and I've noticed you t- you playing uh, Delahiva too, because you know again, just getting out of that comfort zone of opening that guard up uh, to try different things. <laughs> it was it was funny like last Friday, Ryan's like, "Your Delahiva sucks." I'm like, "Of course it sucks. I learned it Tuesday." <laughs> He's like, "Oh, okay, that makes sense." Because <laughs> he's like getting your Delahiva, and I'm like, "All right." He's like, "This isn't." This isn't very good. Like, yeah, I know. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's it's fun. It's something else. Like in the whole straightening the leg fiasco that I had um, in class when I figured out how to straighten my leg. Yeah, that was harder tough. than it looks. Yeah, uh, I have gotten there. That's what I'm. That's what set up that leg thing when I told you about. But like, um, the leg will be weaved behind as I straighten it to break the grip. He brings his leg over and steps on my hip and starts working something else. So that's, you know, it doesn't seem like much. It's like one second of rolling, but it's taken me, you know, 20 minutes of being in terrible posture, trying to figure out what to do and getting swept 25 times to figure out, oh, that's the next little bit, you know, and then the next piece will come out after I get swept 25 more times. Mm-hmm. But I think that's just the way it goes. Yeah, it, it is. And, and I'll say this, you know, one of the reasons that I want to have a better familiarity with um, De La Hiva is, you know, there's a lot of people playing De La Hiva for one thing. And if you have familiarity with the position, you you kind of um, can more quickly kill that position and, and defend it. And the other big reason is, you know, whenever we go back to the Origin Immersion Camp this year, you know, who better to learn De La Hiva than from someone who's a De La Hiva black belt, which is Alexi. Yeah. And, you know, he, it, it was funny because he taught De La Hiva in one of the sessions, maybe two of the sessions, um, 
last year. And I just, I was trying and I was drilling and I was doing all that stuff, but I just didn't have enough familiarity with the, no. the yeah. concepts and the position to really get as much out of it as I know I'm going to get this year. Yeah. You know, I know he's going to do it, or I hope he does it again this year. Yeah, I'm sure he will. But, I mean, like he, like those sweeps, when we're in there and you're drilling them, you can do them and yeah. I can get in the position. But we've talked about it. Like when, when we walk away from it for a couple of days and then I go back and I want to, like we tried to show it um, to, to be as one of our drilling techniques on the open mat on a Sunday and in like... So how do I get back into it again? Because yeah. like I don't remember step one, you know. And yeah. It's, you know that's that's part of the process. But doing that a couple times now, I know the the actual sweep of pushing up. You know the idea between trapping the leg and you know compromising base and all that stuff. That's in my opinion, that's the easy part. Like if you can, I feel like sweeping people is pretty easy in De La Hiva. Mm-hmm. If you can get the position. The you know, yeah. and control the position and, yeah. and what's going on. Same with like close guard. You know, like you can attack stuff if you know how to keep the guard. You, like, and you're working the whole time. Like, you, it's super rare you're gonna go. I'm gonna go for a cross choke, and the person doesn't defend it, and you get the cross choke. Like, the attacks from the close guard. Are, my favorite example is when John compared it to quicksand. You know, the more you're struggling and moving and fighting. You defend the one thing, two more things are kind of all following it up at the same time. And the more you're struggling, the worse it gets. Um, I think the same thing applies with the, the De La Hiva. I, I sit there and I fight off feet and arms and hands. And next thing I know, I'm falling down and they're on top. Yeah. That's The sweep should be the easy part. It should be getting into it and being able to maintain it. Same with it. Easier said than done. I think Charlie yeah. said that in the other class. He's like, very easy or easier said than done or something like that in yeah. some of the techniques and it's 100% true the scissor sweep is so basic you, yeah. a 5 year old can learn it and explain it to me mm-hmm. and I still can't do it you know with somebody resisting yeah and uh, you know it goes back to you, we kind of covered this a little bit before but that that Zen Jiu Jitsu book that, that broke it down and back to the concepts and that is what everything that you just pointed out was the hierarchy of what he pointed out in breaking things down to the simple of concepts and that's grips position submission or sweep so the 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 grips first to set up the position getting in the position itself and then executing whatever sweep or or submission that there is from that no submissions really from daily Hiva, but but uh, but just that simple concept so that grips position submission it's an important one so i thought i want to mention that um so phil tell the listeners how they can support us Subscribe on YouTube, Podbean, iTunes, follow on Instagram, Twitter. I don't know if Twitter's going to be big. I I struggle to even find stuff. I just don't spend enough time there. But Instagram is so... There is so much good jujitsu stuff on Instagram. It's insane. I can spend an hour on that pretty easily. Yeah, but if you're going on Twitter, you know, obviously at BJJ Campaign Podcast, but one of the best follows on... On Twitter or on Facebook or on Instagram, but uh, Gary Tonin, G A R R Y T O N O N. He's hilarious and really great content. So is Kid Dale. Yeah, Kid Dale's great follow. You're right. He's one of my favorites. You're right. And Derek Lewis, Black Beast on Instagram. Oh my God, he's a lot of good stuff. But yeah, on Instagram is is nice. uh, Is is a good place to find us. Um, Pretty again at BJJ Campaign Podcast. 
Um, Facebook should have the Shop Now stuff up. So if you want a cool t-shirt, you should be able to link from Facebook to the website or just go right to the website, uh, bjjcampaignpodcast.com, uh, buy a shirt, and always sending us suggestions. And as you sit here and like listen to us figure out what happened um, for us to learn certain things or stupid problems that we had or why our daily heat sucks, um, share them because it's what we're after. Yeah, 100%. So, uh, with that, you know, if you're not out there trying to do something better each and every day, get out there and do it. Phil and I choose jiu-jitsu. We hope you do, too. I'm about to feed them to the sharks right now. Get them hype right now. Yeah. You know the ground is up. Yeah. Everybody that trains, you know the game. Yeah. So let's get it. Uh. Slap it up, bump it and roll. Hey. Yeah, that's the way that it go. Right. Ain't no better way to better yourself in this game. You're feeling the growth. That's, that's time on the mat. We put in the work. Believe it ain't easy, I know. No. But we train for the love of the game, the love of the art. Now slap it up, bump it, let's roll. Let's roll.